This is Frank. And I'm Dan. Hey, guys. Uh, we just wanted to interrupt uh, the show that hasn't started yet. Preempt. Maybe that's a better word. <laughs> right. We're going to okay. jump in before we start the show to talk to you quickly about uh, Joyride. Um, Joyride, we're, we're doing a, uh, a, a campaign to raise funds for the show there. Yeah, we're quickly approaching our first goal, which is $350 a month. Right. Uh, we're in the uh, 200s at the moment. So you guys can push us over the top Absolutely. on that. Uh, yeah. We can probably do it this week if you push hard. Yeah. Um, and if more of the ladies come out. Ladies. That's right. We're looking for your support. We're going to do a ladies only uh, meetup. Yeah. On the intertubes. Yeah. If you guys can, uh, can, can surpass the men because you guys have been... Uh, Slacking. Yeah, but only the ladies who donate. Doesn't matter how much you donate, just donate. Just donate at Joyride. The way to do it, go to thankgodimatheist.com, find the Joyride button on the right side of the page, and click it, and you'll get to to go to or see our video and, and see all the stuff. And the rest is self-explanatory. Yep. Uh, thanks, everybody, and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, we're going to we're gonna try to debunk Mormonism. Are we? <laughs> or I like to think of it as we're going to talk about what to do when the Mormons no, come to your door. No. The, the mission Mormonaries, as oh, my mom used to, used to jokingly call them. Oh... We're going to talk about them. And hey, <laughs> yeah. we, might, we might delve into the, the, the Jehovah's no. Witnesses. No. We might, you never know what we're going to get into. <laughs> it's just, it's a madhouse. It's going to be just crazy. <laughs> crazy town. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start us off, though. Okay. Uh, Let's I, do. With some other stuff, because that's not what we're talking about. We're, first, right up front, we do our stories. So here's one. Um, a really interesting article was published on the uh, on Reveal. Um, oh, what's that? Uh, Revealnews.org. It's a it's it's just a sort of uh, uh, an investigative journalism sort of site. Oh, okay. Uh, and it ha- it's a it's about uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, uh, the J Dubs, as we like to call them. They're um, okay. You know, uh, like the Mormons, they like to go door to door and proselytize and tell everybody yeah. how how badly they're doing at being good people and stuff. Um, <laughs> here's how badly they're doing at being good people. Oh no! Apparently, uh, they've obtained. Uh, this reporter has obtained several internal documents detailing how uh, the centralized organization, the Watchtower of the J Dubs, has been has decided. That it can handle all sexual, uh, child sexual crime internally. Oh, no. So they've they've learned no lessons from other larger churches. Like this, at this point, this is a a no brainer as to how to handle it. Yeah, you'd think. No, there's apparently been a, a very pervasive issue of them handling all of their all of the you know, like like they decide who they think is a quote predator they don't report them to the police they handle it all internally they yeah. watch them mm-hmm. <clears throat> they watch them they well yeah what do, okay well they don't they're not watching them molesting the children come on now 
That's, That's not where I was going. Seems like where you were <laughs> going, was not, Frank. It was, it, it was definitely a voyeuristic <laughs> thing that was going for, but that's not where my mind went because that's horrible. Right. That is horrible. No, they 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 keep their eye on the the predators. Mm. But um they say that witnesses have been systematically instructed or or the witnesses the witnesses that's as in the Jehovah's Witnesses. As in the Jehovah's Witnesses. It took me a second to figure that out. I'm like, <laughs> not the witnesses to the crime. Right, exactly. Right. Yes. Uh, they've been systematically instruct. they have systematically instructed their elders and uh, other leaders to keep child sexual abuse confidential oh. while collecting detailed information on congregants who prey on children. Oh, God. So, not just, th- we're not just talking about elders of the church or, or church leaders doing this, right. just congregants. Wow. They're handling this internally. Wow. Yeah. That's really disturbing. And super illegal. Yeah. Like, in no way is there anything legal about that. Yeah, no. So. Well, and... Uh, yeah, that that's really strikingly stupid, considering the Catholics. Yeah. And anybody else who's flown a little too close to this flame... You know, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, all all of these organizations, every church out there why? has a problem with this. Well, because they see their authority, Dan, as being the, the that's what's important, right? Is the fact that they have their special connection to God, right? And, and God's so, a higher a higher authority than yeah, and some the government totally believe that. Oh, for sure. I mean, they don't salute the flag. They don't say the pledge of allegiance. You know, they don't do none of that. None of it. No. Jerks. They they refuse because they're <laughs> yeah because they're jerks. Yeah, they're conscientious objectors, <laughs> which all of which I support them on. Like that's actually, those, I'm that's I'm, I'm actually that. kind of yeah. fine. But but uh, it's why it's why mm-hmm. they, yeah they're they doing do it, it because not not for any sort of political reason or enlightened sort of no state yeah. of mind. Yeah, this isn't like a, a progressive <laughs> standing their ground. This is this is them saying, oh no no no. We we don't uh, we don't recognize you right as having any authority over us right. Well, go go find, you know, Jehovah's Witness Island, and uh, <laughs> take that over. Because if you live Gross. in this country Ugh. or in any like, you know, because the Jehovah's Witnesses are all over the world now. Yeah. Any any you know, civilized country, y- you can't do that. No, that's just no. not acceptable. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Well, um, I have a very, very, very sad story. Here. Oh no. Um, this. No. It's just it, it. It really bothers me. Um, because it has to do with my favorite holiday. Okay. Valentine's Day. Oh, it's everyone's favorite holiday. <laughs> favorite trumped up holiday. <laughs> or V Day, right? Right. Or people <laughs> Or or what's what's the one that's that's getting traction now from Parks and Rec? Galentine's Day where oh, like okay. the gals just get together and do oh, it fun. themselves. That's a great idea. Yeah. A way better way to spend a Valentine's Day than by having oh uh crazy expectations about some romantic <laughs> night out and <laughs> gestures and blah 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 well uh it turns out that the uh stress i guess of uh you know these heightened expectations 
uh, 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 lead to an uptick in divorce rates, uh, right? Uh, divorces that get filed right after Valentine's Day. Oh no! <laughs> that's, it's just so sad. That's um, great. Apparently, what happens? I mean, it just it actually makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, you, here, here, you, you, you've had this holiday. You, you, you've had this thing that's been building up. And then it's something of a letdown. Yeah. And the the th- the things that have been rattling around the dissatisfaction that uh that that's been rattling around in your head. Um, Tell you what, it's, it's a wake the up straw call. That, that that breaks the camels. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A wake yeah. up call just or... makes makes you aware. <laughs> oh, um, and Maybe we uh, don't really want this. There's a uh, who is this uh, chief communications officer for uh, I don't know what for. To be honest, for Valentine's for Day. Valentine's Day, <laughs> uh, it says it's it's been in their heads for a while, and something snaps mm. say, on, on oh, Valentine's oh Day. Oh no, it snaps! Um, but apparently, this is actually a really common thing uh, huh. for holi- any sort of holiday. Um, breakups are, are really common after the New Year. Oh, um, my resolution is not to be married to you anymore. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, for some reason, uh, going into summer was also cited as like a moment when you know they're just like you know sweetheart you just i think i think you know people you start just didn't get beach ready this year exactly and, people uh, start seeing all those uh, all those <laughs> bikini and 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 board shorts clad hotties out there uh-huh. and they're just like they look back at what they got at home and they're just, mm, no not going to do it this year no i've been working hard <laughs> he or she has not it's time to move on time to move on yeah. yeah. No, actually, you know, it's so funny because I know that uh, what I'm supposed to do is lament this uh, phenomenon. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, I'm a no, huge I, I'm a huge fan of divorce. No. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm like uh, a huge fan of divorce. Yeah. It's not like I'm a huge fan of like everybody getting divorced. But I think it was was when, it Louis C.K. that pointed out that like no good marriage ends in divorce. <laughs> right, exactly. Like you're not in the middle of a great marriage and suddenly you're like, oh shit, we just got divorced. Damn yeah. it. Right. How did that happen? Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. The, the, it's the right reaction to I'm, I'm getting a divorce is not necessarily, oh. No. <laughs> I, congratulations. I, I say congratulations. <laughs> I haven't gotten in trouble yet. Uh, you can get in trouble with that one because, yeah. you know, there are people who are in the throes of a very difficult time. Difficult divorce and perhaps uh, maybe not on the side of it that is as happy as right. the other side. Right. Usually there's one person who's more happy about it than another, but not well, always. It's a bit, yeah. But no matter what, like even if you really wanted to stay married, congratulations, you're no longer married to someone who doesn't want to be married to you. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, let's have more holidays so that we can break up some more marriages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. I guess uh, divorce attorneys, though, they just start, uh, they anticipate it. They gear up. They gear up <laughs> for uh, Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, and... Uh, other special special days yeah um apparently also a lot of this is um just people wait until after special days oh right there's that impulse like well i don't want to like ruin their birthday right 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 you know i mean they you know and i also wonder if there's like the person on some level i wonder if there are people who are like i'm gonna give them this one last chance and if they fuck up this this valentine's Mm -hmm. it's over Mm mm-hmm or they get me one more stupid gift for Christmas. Right, exactly. Yeah. I get a bowling ball with his name on it this time. 
it's over. If I once again can tell that he doesn't know or understand me because of the gifts. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> Go get a divorce, everybody. Anyway, uh, so, okay, I'm going to move on to your old stomping grounds. What? The great Nancy state of California? <laughs> the great state of Oklahoma. Oh, no. Uh, no. Flowing font of uh, fodder for us. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. They've uh, they, <clears throat> they're a senator, a state senator there. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Uh, Representative Dan Fisher. Uh-huh. Um, has has uh, put forwarded a bill to ban the advanced placement U.S. history test and class. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, he doesn't like that very he much. He doesn't like history? He doesn't he like, like AP history? AP history very What's wrong much. with AP history? Well, uh, apparently... Isn't this how kids can get, like, college credit, you know, like... Yeah. They can in get, high school? Sure, they can get college credit in high school for learning something negative. <laughs> oh, okay. Apparently, uh, this, all, this all starts with a retired high school uh, teacher, history teacher, Larry S. Krieger... Oh. Who was uh who was trying to to who was who was you know out there fighting this test? No, because it hi- it, it it has a quote consistently negative view of American history that highlights oppressors and exploiters. Isn't that the case with American history? The, the There's history good stuff too, Frank. Well, why not just put a positive spin on exploitation? <laughs> It got us. It got us where we are today. Look at how. Look at how. Okay. Yes, we don't like slavery, but look at what it's done for us. Yeah. We the South never would have had the economy that they had. No. Never. Absolutely not. Do no. you think you'd be wearing that cotton clothing right now if it hadn't been for slavery? Uh, or, or, you know, smoking the, the, those cigarettes, wiping out the American, you know, Indians. Right. Well, and like, well, we, we needed oh, all this land. Frank, for you just something. You just tiptoed into another negative part of history. <laughs> Damn it. Wait. You, but think, we needed the land. That's a positive the, spin, right? Dan. Think of all the good things that came with uh, with the genocide, with the genocide of, the American, of the American Indian. Indian. Yeah, you know, like that's yeah. Why can't, why are they so negative about everything? I don't know. It's, it's really unfair. <sighs> so because uh, the AP history class is not nowhere near Pollyanna enough and jingoistic <laughs> enough, right? Okay. Uh, what has been proposed? Is that uh, AP fantasy class? They get, they take away the AP uh, history class and replace it with a foundational documents uh, instruction. Oh dear God! And uh, who gets to choose these documents? Oh, uh, he does. The the center, <laughs> this uh, <laughs> the, the, the um, Dan Fisher, okay. this Oklahoma representative, does. Right, okay. uh, among the foundational documents, of course, there's the obvious things like the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Fine. And, Fine. Whatever the sure. Gettysburg Address or whatever. Okay. All right. Uh, also, the Ten Commandments. Okay. Uh, that's a foundational document in U.S. history. <laughs> uh, also, uh, apparently, two sermons and three speeches by Ronald Reagan. Oh, dear God. Uh, at least one by George W. Bush. Uh, oh, dear God. Strangely, nothing from any Democrat president since Lyndon Johnson. Oh my God. Which, oh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, sure, surely, oh, my God. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, we do, if you want to talk about a foundational document, something from George W. Bush really qualifies. 
as a foundational. Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, he's where I look to better understand this country. He's a founding father, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty when, sure. When you're thinking of founding fathers, like Reagan and Bush, they're the ones. That they're I, my founding fathers. <laughs> I don't look any further than the two of them. Right. There you go. So, uh, wow. so I don't see what could be any, what could possibly be a problem with this. Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's oh, the Ten it's, Commandments. Of course, the Ten Commandments get put in there. Right. This is uh, this uh. is this is part of the ongoing uh, history that is that that the the right wingers of this country are really trying to push. That says that you know this was a, this country, in spite of. Everything any of the founding fathers really actually wrote or said uh, is based on religion, on, on no, Judeo-Christian values. They like to say, yeah, begrudgingly the Judeo part. Yeah, well, they only they only include that so that later they can they don't feel as bad when they when Jesus comes and they take over Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, when when they get that back, they want to just sort of feel like, oh, you no, know, we were always about this. We were including you guys. This yeah. is, I mean, when we now say you've been proven wrong, right? So so come on, get on board. Yeah, we okay. say we saved you, Israel, like a m- bazillion times. Yeah, the this is ours now. <laughs> we 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 own it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that makes <laughs> sense too. Of yeah. course it does. Yeah, you know. Hmm. Anyway. All right. Um, well, I'm gonna get this one out of the way. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite. What a great setup! I know, and I love I everybody. Love get excited! Get excited! There's one that's getting out of the way. Well, who wants to hear about a hate crime? Oh, I do. I know. I'm We've ex- had a little thing with hate crimes lately. Yeah, there's there's yeah. there's hate in the world. There are. It leads to crime. Um, yeah, and I want to see if how you feel about this um, because the police um, in Detroit. Um, the Motor City, Motor City, uh, they uh, um, are suspecting. The police suspect that there was a hate crime at a bus stop um, in the Detroit area. Okay, um, because the man <clears throat> accused with the hate crime uh, walked up to the bus stop, asked the crowd that was gathered there, "Are you Muslim?" <laughs> Okay. Okay. That, no good story starts with that. No, no. Um, and when, like, there's never been a story that starts with a guy walks up to a crowd at a bus stop, says, "Are you Muslim?" and hands out flowers. Yeah. Uh, two of the men uh, uh, said, "No, we're not." Okay. He proceeds to say, "Well, I am," and stabs them. Oh, <laughs> was that the direction oh. you were expecting? Dan? Well, I knew it would go. One of two directions. <laughs> it's either two of the. It's either somebody says yes and they get stabbed, or it's somebody says no and they get stabbed. <laughs> but it seems like the less. That, this one seems like the less likely to me for some reason. It does to know. me too. But uh, there you go. That's uh, yeah. But here's the question to me: like, so have they caught the guy? Do we know? I he mean, was arraigned on Tuesday. Yeah, and is he actually, in fact, a Muslim? Well, his name doesn't sound like it, but that doesn't mean anything. His, what, what? He's Terrence Laverne Thomas. He's 39 years old. Um, yeah. Well, but see, this, see, the thing is, every time I hear about something like this, yeah. my spidey sense tingles. Not because, it's because I feel like it's just as likely to, in my mind, that this is a crazy Christian 
who's trying to make people hate Muslims more. Yeah, yeah. As it is a Muslim. Like, that to me is just as likely. Yeah, but this guy, he's got to, like, I mean, he's got to, you'd have to be a fucking crazy Christian. Yeah, well, you have to be crazy to stab somebody. He's already crazy. That's, yeah, no, I know. He's like, in crazy town. That's where he lives. <laughs> so, like, whether he's crazy. What flavor to, of crazy. Right, yeah. yeah. His, his brand of crazy, I can't tell you, but uh, but it seems every bit as likely that he, he could be that kind of crazy as the other. Yeah. Hate crime, though. Yeah. Uh, well, so there you go. I would say so. Yeah. I would say that no matter what, I don't, like, what do you, see, here's the thing, though, Dan, like, you're standing at a bus stop. Some suspicious-looking guy comes up, and he goes, "Do you believe in God?" I, it, you know, let it. You know what? This is a PSA. I'm turning this into a public service <laughs> announcement for all of our listeners. You'll have to assess your own situations on your own. But if someone random and maybe suspicious-looking, with their hand in their pocket or whatever, comes up to a crowd and says, "Are you blank?" Move away. And yeah. do not answer. I think the not answering is the correct <laughs> response. Because you don't you don't know. Is he a crazy rabid, you know, atheist? Right. Or is he a crazy rabid Christian? Yeah, you like, don't you or, don't know where or, he's or coming Muslim from. or whatever, right? And yeah. he's out for some stabbing. Yeah. Right? And it he, almost, you get the wrong answer, you get stabbed. Right. Yeah. That's the moment where you go, hey buddy, why don't you take four steps back away from me? <laughs> This is, you've now made me officially very nervous. Well, I can stand here. This is a public sidewalk. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over here <laughs> is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to answer your question. Hey, why don't you answer a question for me? What's in your pocket? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mind uh, if I dial my phone? Yeah. I'm just going to take a quick photo of you. Bloop. <laughs> and text it to the police. Well, that, would, that would be nice, wouldn't it? I think some police station, police, hmm. uh, you can do that with. Hmm. Anywho, um, yeah, yeah. There you go. Don't answer the question. Well, it's a trap, <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Admiral Akbar. <laughs> it is a trap. Uh, I'm going to take us to Boise, Idaho. Uh, the the fair Boise. It's 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 a mystical wonderland. Uh, uh, Boise, Idaho. <laughs> um, where uh, someone. Uh, a woman, a 58-year-old woman named Marguerite Dawn Harrigan, okay. has uh, has discovered an interesting new uh, way to try and convert someone to Christianity. Oh, she, I, 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 I this may catch on. This oh. may catch on. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> she apparently she went to the home of a Jewish acquaintance. It's unclear how they are acquainted. Okay, but she knows her. And uh, beat the shit out of her. <laughs> Shut up. Apparently, she she was banging on the woman's window and yelling uh, oh, that uh, that she better believe in Jesus, and she was not going to leave until she did believe in Jesus. <laughs> um, so the woman in the house uh, apparently opened the door to tell her to leave and to try and write down her uh, her license plate number, uh-huh. and that's when uh, Miss Harrigan grabbed her by the hair, threw her to the ground, and started kicking her repeatedly, uh, stepped on her neck, I think. Uh, she basically beat the living fuck out of her what? the entire time, screaming that she had to believe in Jesus. She was not going to let up 
until this woman believed in Jesus. This is as effective as stabbing someone to <laughs> convert them. This is, uh, this is, well, in fairness, we don't know if he was trying to convert those guys. Right. He was just trying to eliminate them. Yeah, okay. All right. I mean, so there, are different, there are different strategies to raising your numbers. Yeah. You can either raise well, your numbers or lower their numbers. Well, you're worried about percentages. Right. Yeah. <laughs> versus hard numbers. Right, exactly. These are, it's just how you, it's how you do your math yeah, yeah, that yeah, matters yeah, in this that's case. That's true. Uh, so, uh, apparently it was to no avail this time, this time, strangely, she didn't convert. She didn't convert. It's kind of weird. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, another PSA for our listeners. Hey, if someone's beating you up and telling you, you have to believe in Jesus, tell them you believe, I believe in Jesus. I believe. It'll be okay. <laughs> you can tell them you're allowed to lie to an attacker. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I believe in Jesus. <laughs> it worked. Oh, he's spoken to me. Apparently, all I needed was to crack a few ribs to let Jesus in, to give make room for Jesus to yeah, enter. You just needed a. You just got to come between those in those those intercostal costal muscles. They get in the way if it's all <laughs> if it's all too tight and yeah connected. Yep. You know, if all your tissues and bones are intact. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It sometimes takes, you know, the Lord does work in mysterious ways. Right, right. Um, and, you know, it's generally often, through bruising. And it, uh, it often takes multiple contacts with, you know, a specific group <laughs> before you start to, like, hear their message. Right. Right. So this is one of them. And boy, did she get multiple <laughs> contacts. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Um,. Well, I've got one more. Yeah. Um, this comes to us from Mississippi. Good things from Mississippi. Hooray. Uh, this is... Uh, <laughs> oh, some lawmakers have proposed a... Um, actually, it, not even proposed. It passed their house, this law. Um, it's being called the Jesus Take the Wheel Act. Um, by detractors. Uh, and the reason that it's being called Jesus Take the Wheel is because they are changing their um, uh, driver's license law to no longer require uh, a CDL, a certified or a, um, a commercial driver's license, right? Uh, for anyone driving a church bus up to 30 passengers. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Uh, so basically any old person, take a school bus, just, size, just grab a bus. bus, grab you a bus, throw as a cross long, on it and you're good to as go. As long as you're going out and picking people up for church. Oh my God. Or driving them home. Right. Driving kids around. Driving children. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> to, That's obviously a thing. That's. You, oh uh, you can just hop right in, fire it up, you know. And uh, and not you have to jump through these horrible hoops required uh, when getting a um, a commercial driver's license. Yeah, it's such a pain in the ass. Why mm. would I mean? And why would we ask it of a church group when God is protecting them? Yeah, Jesus will will, will Jesus will protect them. Here's the problem, though. Yeah. Um, it probably won't protect the people in the car. Uh, that was in your very large blind spot 
that you go careening into as you change lanes or turn or whatever. <laughs> and those people may not be protected. Hey, you know what? If they don't got Jesus, what can we do? <laughs> well, that's not my fault. If my bus careens into cars that I did, I'm blissfully unaware of. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jesus is helping me out. The that's that's on you. Yeah, no, it really, really, really is. Car. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, because you would not want to have to make these God fearing folk who want to drive buses, um, you know, get a medical card, which means that they have to uh, pass a physical mm. or pass a written test. Or, you know, demonstrate that they're actually capable of driving one of these vehicles. Because that's all you have to do, really, to get a CDL. Um, but, you know, there are those who believe that this is uh, too high of a burden to place onto uh, uh, medium-sized churches. They really don't think that this is going to affect small churches because they probably don't have buses. Um, and the large ones will probably just continue going forward with, you know. With getting the CDL? You know, yeah, safety, good safety procedures. Yeah. <laughs> It's those medium it's churches medium that don't. Churches. They're just being. Safety is such a burden a for them. Disadvantage that's being placed, you know, yeah. directly on them, um, uh, by by having to. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just it's just tragic. It's just horrible. So the the, the good the good people in the uh, Mississippi State House uh, have passed this law, and they're looking out for those folk. Oh, well, that's that's nice. Let's. Uh, Let's not go to Mississippi anymore. I think it's one more reason. Yeah, that's just this another good reason. Another good, yeah. Not to go to Mississippi is <laughs> the fact that you will die in an accident with a uh, bus. Right. Well, if Jesus is your co-pilot, uh, you can write and tell us about it. You can, you can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666. 8442. Right. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. Or you can find the TGIA Members Only Lounge oh, yeah. on Facebook by searching for yeah. TGIA It's a very exclusive lounge. club, uh, but we may we may let you in if you're lucky. Possibly. Also, if you're just if you're a person. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, and this is uh, one Mr. Pat Robertson. This is Cynthia who says, my daughter is pregnant with her first child, my first grandchild, and obviously there's a lot of rejoicing and excitement. Young parents now regularly post fetal ultrasound photos on their Facebook fo as their Facebook photo. From a spiritual point of view, is there any harm in doing this? Please give me your thoughts on this. I don't think there's any harm in it, but I tell you, there are de demons and there are evil people in the world. and. You post a picture like that, and some cultist gets hold of it, a covenant, and they begin muttering curses against an unborn child. I just don't think that this business of, I mean, posting the most intimate parts of your body on, on Facebook, I just can't see it. it to me, it's, a, it's abhorrent, but it isn't necessarily unbiblical. It's just abhorrent. All right. and, and maybe unwise, as you said. You need to think that you through. Never can you never know what somebody's going to do. Yeah. All right. It's abhorrent. You have to protect your baby from those those covens that would be. Yeah, you casting. know. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, I've met some witches in my day. And uh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. basically just troll Facebook looking for photos of unborn children to 
cast uh, evil spells on. Really? I mean, sort of any medical imaging. Uh, yeah. they're, right. they're really right. just drawn to it. Yeah, don't know? don't post your MRI up there. Oh, dear. They'll go straight for your brain. Your brain will get a curse, yeah. and uh, then, you're, then you're toast. <laughs> Once you get brain curse. Oh. I don't know if you guys have ever had oh. that. It's it's like brain freeze a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what brain freeze is. Mm. It's a it's a witch's hex. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that activated by Slurpee. No, that makes sense. Yeah, totally act. Totally makes sense. Slurpee activated. Slurpee activated hexing. <laughs> <clears throat> um. Yeah. You know. I just love that. I here's what I love. What I adore is that the Christian community is to the point where they have to ask somebody that they feel is an authority whether it's okay to post a picture of a fetus on Facebook. Like, how needy of a person do you... Like, how... How incapable are you of just, like, leading your own life? Yeah, just Taking any decision whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Sort this out. You've got your... You've got to learn to make some decisions. Right. Yeah. No. No, they don't. No, they don't want you, you, to. You you pray about whether you should take the, that new job. Yeah. You know, so, and it's, so you're not really even like weighing, you know, the real pros and cons. No. You're just saying, it's just, it's just about a feeling. Yeah. You get this nice, good feeling, you know. Yeah, that's, sure. how they all, that's how they lead their lives. Well, and it's, <clears> never, <throat> it, it's never just because they figured it out. Right. Well, the thing is that that's, I mean, it's an interesting it's kind of a clever psychological trick, right? You make it not about you, and all you're really doing is exposing your own intuition and your own desires about the thing. Well, that's true. So, like, that it, is true. That sometimes is it's happening. hard to get to what you really want out of a situation. So, so like, you go through. So, like, that's actually maybe interesting, but let's call it what it is. Like, yeah. come on. It's not, yeah. My sister in law, I got news for you. There's not another baby in heaven that needs to be born. You just like having babies. Yeah, yeah. And not for nothing, but you don't like having older kids. So you do know that they all turn into that eventually, right? Oh no. Yeah, she she oh, no. she, she gets she keeps the new ones. she loves babies. Right. So she keeps getting pregnant for a baby. Right. So she can have one around. I think it helps her deal with the fact that she's got these other monsters running around. I love my nephews, but they're they're hellions. Right. So what's that poor last one is just going to. Oh, my God. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, okay. There you go. Huh. You know, but it's because she prayed and there was another, there was another, there was another soul. another baby? There was, this is a Mormon thing. There was another baby in heaven? There was another soul in heaven that was, that was prepared for her. Right. Yeah. Well, what would happen if you didn't claim one of those souls? <laughs> it's stuck there forever. Is, is, is <laughs> they, they get sent off to some like war, <laughs> war ravaged region where they're going to die or starve no, or it's the heavenly orphanage. Oh. They're, they're stuck as, as, as spirits forever, disembodied spirits oh, no. permanently. Just oh. these baby wraiths. Sorry. Your, uh, <laughs> your mother didn't want you. Yeah. So. Wow. There you go. Wow. Huh. Interesting. Well, we've received some uh, some correspondence from a few of our Ooh. fair, kind listeners. Do tell, thought Dan. We'd, thought we'd throw some down. Uh, Marcy wrote into us. Oh, yeah? She said, Frank and Dan, I just found your podcast, and I must tell you how much I enjoy it. Oh, well, good. Thank you. Thank you, Marcy. Uh, she says, unlike you, I grew up in a secular family, fortunately, although I've been exposed to Christianity my whole life. I remember asking my dad what happens when you die when I was seven or eight. And his response was, 
you're dead. <laughs> no warm fuzzies there, but it didn't bother me. It sounded true, and I trusted my dad. Right. I never understood the big deal about Jesus until I was in my early 20s and was converted for a brief period. Oh, my. The plot thickens. Yeah. It's kind of done okay. Done. Uh, I woke up from a deep sleep in the middle of the night with this unexplained certainty that there was a God and that life did survive death. I started gobbling up all the Bible crap and Christian books in an effort to feel stronger about this belief. I seriously fell in love with the Left Behind books, and I I was sure that I would be included in the rapture. (laughs) Then, for no apparent reason, I started to slide back into my non-belief, and life was normal once again. (laughs) My brain just simply won't allow me to stay in that altered state of hocus-pocus baloney. Huh. Interesting. I just thought that was so fascinating. The the concept of of, I mean, it it really does say something about like. There's a psychological thing happening, with uh, belief. With belief. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, there have been lots of there have been lots of studies that show that human beings are actually pre-programmed. We're like, genetically programmed mm-hmm. for belief. Right. For like superstition and and belief in that in something bigger and all of this yeah. stuff. But it is fascinating, isn't it, that someone could just like wake up one day and be like, oh, yeah, God, <laughs> totally makes sense now. <laughs> totally got it. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I can't imagine. I, I, I hope that never happens to me. Oh, I don't think it'll. I think we're pretty well fortified at this do, point. Do, do, yeah, you think we're inoculated against it through? Well, we we already were there. Hours and hours of podcasting. Well, no, I think it's more about like the hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of deprogramming that we spent in the church. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Like yeah. when you've been a believer, and you and know then, how fucking boring it is. And then you look at, and then I mean, I think once you've been a believer and you've taken it seriously, right? And then you deconvert, right? And you look at, and you look back on it, yeah. It looks stupid. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe, I mean, maybe for Marcy, it was actually a problem that she was never raised in a in a religion because she didn't have that background to un, to like look at it and go, oh shit, no, that's just ridiculous. I don't know. I would, I, I would never call. A secular upbringing, a problem. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> if we had kids, we would raise and them. And she came around. Yeah, yeah, she did. You know, so no harm, no foul, I guess. I guess so. Except for some left behind books <laughs> up in your head. <laughs> Which have now been left behind themselves. <laughs> I'm sure. <clears throat> All right. Uh, and this next one is from Zachary, who writes in, uh, Hey, Frank and Dan, recently I've begun to try to re-examine my belief as objectively as possible. Uh, I think that it is very important to give every view a fair shake. So I take umbrage with what you said about the Iraq war, uh, because the reasons were pretty clear. And he goes into, uh, he delineates a bunch of things that were happening in Iraq at that time. What did we say? Well, we basically said that, uh, that the Bush administration went in for no good reason at all to Iraq, um, I'm not sure exactly what we said, but okay. something, something along, along those lines. That sounds like something we would say. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and he goes in and he talks about, uh, you know, a, a genocide uh, in, in northern Iraq of the Kurdish people, and uh, and I sort of a, a there was a nuclear reactor that Iran and Israel bombed, and blah blah blah. Uh, the, the point wasn't uh, Zachary that there weren't reasons to attack. Uh, or that there weren't outcomes 
from the attack. <clears throat> right. But the point was that uh, was the reason that was given and, and, and the rationales that were given by the Bush administration. The way that it was sold to the public. Uh, the way that it was sold to the public. And, the re- and, you know, that's important. And basically, it was almost entirely about weapons of mass destruction, right. which, they cl- which they assured us were clearly present. Right. They knew everything that they needed to know about them. They knew basically where they were. They were hidden, right. but they knew basically where they were. And it turned out all to be entirely bullshit. Right. So when we say that, uh, we, uh, that, that, that's what we meant. Uh, when the no reason. Oh, and they also were talking about links that, uh, that Saddam Hussein had to Al-Qaeda, which were completely and patently false. Right. Um, and those are the main reasons given. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. I mean, I, what I wanted to, to do uh, with you, Zachary, is just applaud you yeah. on, uh, on, your, on your stance. It's always a better idea to... Uh, it's always a good idea to examine all of the uh, all, all of the information, all the stuff, all the stuff. Examine all the stuff. You don't have to give equal weight to everybody's opinion. Dear God, no. Uh, yeah, but it's good to look at a, look at everything and and, and yeah. have a discerning eye hmm. and and question your own beliefs. That's always a good idea. Fantastic. So great job on that. Uh, <clears throat> um, I wanted to t- thank some donors. Uh, you and oh, I yes, both please, have yeah. some some people to thank. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I got uh, Susan who uh, who gave us a one time donation. Stuart gave us a very generous one time donation. Yeah, really I saw appreciate that. One. That's that. amazing. Thank you, Stuart. Aida, um, I'm gonna say. Um, How's it spelled? Aid, A I D E. Oh, but I'm guessing it's not aid. No, I wouldn't think so either. Aida, sure. Uh, is now a, a, a monthly subscriber on PayPal. Huh. So uh, thank, thank you all so much for that. And then we have a bunch of Joyride uh, people, right? Yes, and uh, these are the new folk. Um, we, uh, so here's the deal. We noticed that there were a lot of men yeah. that were donating on Joyride. For whatever reason, it was very, very lopsided and continues to be. But these fine ladies um, have... Uh, we they, put out a call. Yeah, we put out a call and said, "Hey, you know, if you if if you can turn these numbers around, if you can come in and beat the the men at at, at, at this whole thing, get right. more donations in than the men on Joyride, then we will do a um, private hangout on on a ladies only a ladies only on Google. Google hangout, and you can all participate yeah. in it, and that'd be great. Yeah, all the ladies. <clears throat> how, so how are they doing? Uh, well, we got Carla, Tara, Marcy, Karen, Amber." And possibly Chris. Oh, Chris could go either way. <laughs> Chris could go either way. So we'll need clarifications from Chris who donated this week, <laughs> male or female. Um, we and, should have uh, something for the guys if they win. No, the guys just get to continue being like guys. <laughs> they have the they have the male privilege. They get to just continue being oh men. Oh, male privilege. This is a, a <laughs> topic that's that's caused a tiny bit of controversy on the on the members only lounge. <laughs> oh, no. Trust me, you do have it. If you're if you're a guy, you've got the male you got privilege. It. Privilege is hard to identify in oneself. It is. It's, it's very hard. It's tricky. Um uh, and there may or may not have been one other donor. Oh. So, if I didn't Who's mention that? your name and you deserve to be your name mentioned, Please point it out. Because As is always the somehow, case. I kn- this it, is a very, very difficult thing, keeping track of names. For whatever reason, it, it becomes very hard. Nobody's making it easy for us. PayPal there didn't are, make it easy for us. There are 28 
donors on Joyride, Dan. It's that not is a lot to keep track of. It's a lot to keep track of, but it's not that enough. Is... We need more. Anyway, uh, just so you guys know, uh, if you do donate on Joyride, one of the so so the whole hangout thing is a thing. If you donate at a certain level, you get to participate in a monthly hangout, no matter what. Yeah, uh, male or female. That is correct. <clears throat> uh, but th- that's one of the one of the many uh, different rewards that you can that you can get on Joyride for uh, for contributing to us on Joyride. Yeah, and also you know what? Uh, if you if you contributed to us in another way and you feel left out of the whole Joyride thing, contact us. Yeah, let us know. We'll talk to you about it. We'll, we'll sure. We, we want to be fair. Let's figure something out. We'll figure things out. Yeah. Uh, so anywho. You uh, you found an interesting article, Franklin. Oh, I did. Yeah, <laughs> led us into a whole a whole. Well, it wasn't so much an article as oh, okay. a series of photos that I thought were funny. Oh, okay. They're, they're photos of um, they're just close up photos of a book, uh, called How to Answer a Mormon. Oh. Um, practical guidelines for what to expect and what to reply when the Mormons come to your door. Uh, and then there were, uh, two photos that went along with that, um, that, uh, it sort of has this point of a Christian should initially deal with only one issue when confronting Mormons. This crucial issue is Joseph Smith's claim to be a true prophet of God. And then it goes into this whole thing, right? Of how it's like what the Mormon missionaries, uh, are going to do. They're trying to give a testimony and, uh, so forth and so on. Well, um, the, the, this, whoever, whatever Christian wrote this book, yeah, actually his name is Robert Morey. Um, he accuses the Mormons of using circular, a circular argument <gasps> about Joseph Smith being a prophet and how, how, how do you know? Right. So, and we, this got us. So how, wait, so wait, how, so how, does, how it does it, how does it work? Okay. So lay it out for me. So, um, although they are trained to give their, quote, witness with great sincerity and conviction, it is a prime example of circular reasoning. (laughs) After the Mormon says, I testify that Joseph Smith is a prophet of God, the Christian should ask, how do you know that he was a prophet of God? The Mormon will reply, because God spoke to him. The Christian should then ask, how do you know that God spoke to him? The Mormon will respond, because he was a prophet of God. The Mormon ends up giving a circular argument. Wow. The Christian must call the Mormon's attention to his circular reasoning and then ask him, how do you know that Joseph Smith was a prophet to whom God spoke? <gasps> wow. It's almost like Pete Bogosian is in the room. Oh, my God. Here's the, thing, here's the great thing about that. Uh, it, I mean, I think all, almost all of our astute listeners uh, can immediately hear the delightful hypocrisy <laughs> of that statement. Like, there's this gorgeous lack of self-awareness mm-hmm. living in that. Because if you how ask... How do you know that how, God is right. God exists? How do you know that Jesus was real? Yeah. Because the Bible says so. How do you know that the that the Bible is real? Because Jesus says so. It, you know, and yeah. eventually you'll get them in, into their circle as well. Exactly. Also, yeah. by the way, this is not going to work. You're not going to get a Mormon missionary to actually like trap themselves into a circle in two lines. <laughs> like, there's not going to be two sentences, and then you're going to be like, "Oh shit, I, I, I'm in a circle. How would I do that?" Right. How do you get? It's like like uh, like Chevy Chase in European vacation, the, yeah. trying trying to ride, mm-hmm. go around the Arc de Triomphe. Uh, this is a, 
so basically what's fun for me about this is that we're the mormon missionaries are out there Uh uh-huh they're gonna come to your door if you're lucky Sooner or later they're doing a they're doing the thing is they are doing far less of tracting are they they're doing way less tracting they now spend a lot of their time online well yeah but there's more more likely to encounter a mormon online but and but there's more missionaries now so Uh even if the missionaries themselves are doing less tracting there's more of them yeah so maybe they'll maybe they'll hit your door and what do you do what what do you do what do you do if the mormons come to your door well, there's a few options. And, what do and you do, Dan? What do I do? Uh, it's actually never happened to me. I'm very disappointed by that fact. Uh, but I live in Salt Lake City, and the missionaries who are who are sent to Salt Lake City, in general, don't do that. No. Usually their jobs are like being pretty at the temple or, you know. Well, they, they baptize. They, they convert people like mad. We see them going through this neighborhood all the time. Yeah. I just never, I just never, they've never knocked on my door. I've, well, but that, again, that's in Salt Lake in particular, they don't do it. Right. Because they understand sort of the saturation level. Right. That, and uh, the fact that uh, uh, the you're going to find some really, really, truly annoyed and probably <laughs> very informed people right. at the door who are yeah. going to be calling these kids out on... Everyone their, in Utah has picked a side on the Mormon <laughs> issue, <laughs> and they're pretty confident on that choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it, uh, honestly, if if somebody's sent to the U, to a Utah mission, it's basically punishment. They're being punished for something. It's one of the highest baptizing missions around. How is in it, the country? How is that possible? Because the way that they work is through referrals, and there's oh, a that's, large that's immigrant uh, population. That's here. true. And so they they really really prey on like the refugee community and. Uh, the Hispanic. I think so. you mean pray for. <laughs> I would say pray on. They, uh, the, yeah, that's true. I, I went to BYU one time. Uh, I was just on the campus, and mm. and I was accosted by. It was. I mean, it was like a like a fair sort of thing happening. Everybody had tables. The you know the army had a table, a recruitment table. Oh, okay, they yeah, blah blah yeah. blah. And then there was this table with a bunch of Mormons, oh. with missionaries. Oh, and they were like. And first of all, because I looked young enough to be uh, a student, uh-huh. they and and I guess I was probably sh- clean shaven at the time. What about your hair, Dan? I know you had long hair. No, no, this would have been this would have been short hair and and, and probably probably clean shaven. Okay, so they assumed that I was a student, uh-huh. which meant that they assumed that I was LDS. Oh. And they were like, "Hey, do you know anybody that uh, that might want a visit from a missionary?" And it was. I mean, the whole idea was they're looking for leads to yeah. uh, to go yep. and visit, to go and harass your your friends yeah, and neighbors. That's what, they, that's what they want. And uh, and I was like, no, man. And I sort of giggled and laughed and walked away. And the guy was like, no, wait, are you LDS? <sighs> like he sniffed out that I wasn't LDS, and I was like, no. And he was like, hey. And like suddenly it was like, yay! Someone on this campus who's not LDS. What am I gonna do? Oh, he got so God. excited. Uh, and I was I was in no mood at that point, and that's the first the first thing is if you're in no mood, just send them away. <laughs> this is a, this is this also applies to the J Dubs. I mean, J Dubs may come to your door as well. So J Dubs are much more likely to come to your door these days. Uh, and and so uh, so I you know I I think that there's a there's a the the main thing is like if you're gonna be a 
there's no point to being a dick to them. So if no. you're, I mean, but then again, you know what? They're, it's not going to do anything. No, you accomplish nothing. Yeah, you're not going to. You're not going to. They get it all the time. They get yeah. people being dicks to them all the time. It's yeah. just it's water off a duck's back eventually. Yeah. Uh, so the in, so what's an interesting thing to do? Because sending them away is probably your best bet. That's yeah. that's like option A. That's right. like primary option. It's just oh no thanks bye. Right. Um, you could you could say something like please don't ever contact me again. Don't ever come to my door again. Take right. me off of all of your lists or whatever. And and I don't know if that's a thing. Right. They do keep very detailed lists of every house that they go to and yes, what they and what yeah. they get. Mm-hmm. The Mormons do at least. Mm-hmm. So maybe that might that might be effective too. I don't know. But the other thing is, <clears throat> you can actually invite them in. Yeah, and I the first thing I would do is I would offer them a cup of coffee. <laughs> sure, they won't accept if you it. Want, if you want to screw with them just a little, oh, well, what, can I offer you a drink then? Right, just, uh, offer them beer, offer yeah. them coffee, offer them every single thing you can think of that they can't have. Right. Uh, sex. Offer them sex. <laughs> offer them sex. That's true. If you honestly, if you can, if you can, like make a boob pop out at some point <laughs> when you're sitting across from some, uh, oops, some missionaries, that the make just make sure that your camera's ready to get their faces <laughs> when that happens because that would be beautiful. But I mean, you can talk to them. You can ask them all sorts of questions. They won't know the answers to any real in-depth questions. No, no. They are trained specifically to know only the answers to really, like, what they consider to be the important questions. Like, uh, you know, what's God's plan for mankind and blah, blah, blah. But if you ask them, like, about historically accurate things that happened in the church and whatever, they're not going to know. Right, right, right. And it's going to be a frustrating conversation. So... What I wouldn't do, and the, the other thing is that Mormon missionaries, I've always thought, have mouths but no ears. They, mm, mm-hmm. They're they're not going to listen to you if you try to convince them of something. I did, but if you, oh, you did. I listened as a, as a missionary. Yeah, that's why oh. I'm not. It's one of the reasons why I'm not Mormon anymore. Well, that's true because I listened too much. But I just think I think I think the the interesting thing. I think that that article you found, Frank, is actually onto something. Yeah. Because if you start asking them why they believe stuff. Right. That's a really interesting question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because eventually you... they're going to say things like, you know, I prayed about it and, and it was confirmed to me. Well, how was it confirmed? Yeah, exactly. You ask that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I just got a warm feeling in my heart. Well, I've had warm feelings in my heart. I had a warm feeling in my heart about blank, but I'm not sure that that meant that it was a, a, a message from God. Right. It's just an interesting thing. You know, if you just keep asking questions and challenging their assumptions of like what X means. Right. right? Exactly. Uh, the more questions that you can come up with, the the funner this game's going to be for you. <laughs> uh, it's certain challenging them directly We'll, we'll make it less fun because they'll get boring really, really fast. Mm-hmm. But challenging them sort of indirectly, not saying you're wrong, but just saying, why do you believe that? Will 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 yield some some fun conversations, I yeah. think. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever talked to, to Jehovah's Witness people? Only on my mission. We, yeah. We would talk. Yeah. Oh, you, that's true. They're into each other. They're notorious. You know, it's like, hey, Sam, how's it going? Right. <laughs> that's right. 
there's there's a lot of stories about mormons bible bashing with jehovah's witnesses which is always wrong which is always a bad idea because jehovah's witnesses know the bible way more than the the mormons do right no that's true and also uh seventh day adventists oh yeah we ran into a ton of them um but no the um yeah i mean yeah we'd have conversations with them and they would give us their um 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 awake awaken what is it in oh English? yeah 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 the, the uh wake up so, yeah i, I, I don't, don't know. know what it's called and then there's the watchtower there's the, the, the two their pamphlets right? they're two they're little magazines little that mags. come out sure um and we would laugh heartily at these things because they really are like even 19 year old mormon missionaries can see just how ludicrous <laughs> like Th- that nonsense is they can't see it in their own thing right but the the there's there's something very special about the artwork that that they put in those magazines well yeah i mean mormons have the advantage of being a very slick organization <laughs> well that is true. <clears throat> they've got a yeah. they, they've got a good graphics department yeah they've got you know and it's all it's all centrally uh designed so Oh. It's not like the Mormons are handing out anything that was designed by the local congregation. And the J-Dubs definitely do not hand out local stuff. I'm no. talking about a centrally controlled. That's true. Board. That's true. They do They yeah. do that as well. It's just that the Mormons are better at it. Maybe. J-Dubs are kicking their asses in Europe. Well, that's true. I'm just saying like <laughs> graphics and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm okay. just saying it looks a lot slicker. Right. But nonetheless, that's beside the point. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the J-Dubs... I don't know. I never really had too much fun with them. They're, they're just, you know, I mean, all of this. They're very like, serious you about have it. To, they're so fucking serious about it. Um, at least a Mormon missionary is um, bright-eyed, usually. Right. And uh, eager to please. Right. And, uh, and kind of desperate for you to like them. Yeah. Yeah. There's like this desperation there of yeah. like of like oh please don't be mean to me this time. Yeah. Like let this house be the one where at least they just offer me some lemonade or yeah. something. Whereas the Jadabs often come off as kind of bossy and mm. know-it-all-ish. And, right. And uh they they prey on people that way. Yeah. I think the the vulnerable. They they find different vulnerabilities to prey upon than the yeah. ones do. Yeah. They, I, th- so. I think that's good. They're find they're each finding their own different niche. Now <laughs> doing doing good. So how how do you feel, Franklin? Because there's this one other aspect of Mormon missionaries that we've talked about a little bit on the show. Oh, which is that the last thing they'll say they tend to say to you as they're leaving your house is, "Is there anything we can do for you?" Oh yeah, yeah. And they mean it. They do mean it. So like, mean it. if you said, "Well, my lawn needs mowing," they would say. Cool, can we come back tomorrow and do that for you? Yeah. How are you feeling about like having the Mormon missionaries just do some shit for you? Well, where do you stand on that line? Um, I would say it's not going to go for very long. You're going to get a couple mowings, right? Max right. before they get before they catch on to what you're doing. Because they want because they want a quid pro quo of you like listening to their message oh, yeah. or whatever. Like if you here's the deal. If you if you fed them and asked them to do the, the, the some chores around the house and it was all just sort of very amicable, mm-hmm. you could probably string them along for quite a while. Because yeah. while feeding them, you would have conversations and they would feel like they're getting some 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 work in. Right. Right. 
Um, and especially if you didn't like put up lots of barriers and you just kept talking and, and asking sincere and questions and listening to their answers yeah. to your sincere questions, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Um, you, you probably could get that going for quite a while. It's true. You could quite have. a while, and especially if you had a bum knee. Absolutely. Quote unquote bum knee. Right. That just you just couldn't take care of your yard for the summer. Let me tell you something. They would the thing is the would. thing about these guys is that like they're you know, they're on a they're on they're spending two years uh of their lives out I they're either going to be bothering people with their religion mm. or they're gonna be doing service. Or they're gonna be mowing your lawn. You might as well let them help you out. <laughs> Especially, like, listeners out there who are in some way disabled. Yeah. You know, my my back is out right now. I've, I've got a, oh, yeah. a, yeah, a back go. injury. I I kind of think it's a great idea to, you know, if you're moving. Yeah. Get well, a bunch they of. They will help you move. They're, they're 19 years old. They can lift everything. More. No, 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 no. That, and, but there's just this deep-rooted thing with mormons yeah that they will help you move oh yeah they'll get the adults they'll get them the elders in the, the, el- the, 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 the elders quorum yeah the, of the, the local ward will show up um <clears throat> there will be 20 uh 20 to 30 somethings yeah at your door on moving day yeah um i say do it yeah yeah, yeah. um when, when when i was a kid we had just moved into a new ward uh-huh right and uh, my dad was always just so gung ho to just like help out and get involved and do all mm-hmm. that stuff. And they, um, they, there was a family moving out of the ward. Yeah. And so he was like, I'll come help, you know? <laughs> so he gets the, the address, you know, the time, blah, blah, blah. And he's driving through the neighborhood and there's the truck and he, pulls up and hey i'm here to help blah 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 i am frank blah 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 you know uh-huh. and you know he's a fairly gregarious guy and just started just conversation <laughs> and this and that no i'm actually new to the area too and blah 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 or i'm actually new to the area you know uh-huh. i guess we'll never really you know this is the one time we're going to po- cross paths that kind of stuff um and then they took a break and all the beers came out <laughs> he'd been helping the wrong family i fucking love it <laughs> but that's sort of like like whenever asked he would like go move furniture it's a cool aesthetic that the mormons yeah. have actually or ethic rather yeah uh, that the mormons have uh it's it's kind of like being in a mafia mm-hmm. there's really a mormon mafia thing like yeah. i mean if you go to church you know on a sunday and you tell one person that mm-hmm. you need a, a plumber You'll have five names by the time church is over. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. There's just something, you know, if they all talked with Italian American accents, <laughs> things, little, I think it would make more suspicious. Think would make, the, things would thing. make more sense there, I think. <laughs> I think it would make more sense. But just back to the whole moving thing, we, anytime like we moved, when you move into an area, you don't know anyone. Right. Well, you call up the bishop and there's people to help you unload the truck. You got a whole, it takes, minutes it's absurd it's great yeah yeah it's fantastic there should be a similar service amongst atheists it would be great you know yeah like just that that sense of like community and connect and and it might not be a bad idea i mean like if you're moving into a new area and you say hey you know and you look up what the local atheist 
group is they should have a list of people willing to help you unload your truck well, i mean if you d- even if you just contact them and just say hey i'm moving in is there anyone there that can help me move i'll bet you you'd find some people maybe <laughs> are you kidding me i think somebody at the atheist would, well fucking move yourself in <laughs> I, I i feel that people are more kind than that i feel like i've 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 i know these some of these groups and while they're grumpy online they want to help their fellow atheists anyway um if you have if you guys have some stories about encounters with the j-dubs the mormons the people that come to your door hoping to uh convert you yeah uh, possibly through violent means yeah not the mormons but apparently that one lady in idaho uh yeah tell us send us your conversion attempt stories uh (laughs) podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Right. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, Or find the TGIA Members Only Lounge on Facebook by searching for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. That's how you would, that's what you would search that's for. find it. Yeah. The, the correct join it. The correct search is TGIA Members Only Lounge. That's how you, you have to. That's what you would do. You have to put the right thing in, otherwise you get a Vietnamese family. Yeah, some it? Asian family. That's not, that's not going to work for you. Uh, I wanted to, we need to thank Mackenzie for her hard work thank on, you, on the Facebook page. Thank and you so much. Of course, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. Yeah. And thanks to you, friends, family, all of you listening out there in the listening world. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.